RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's up? How we doing? I hope you heard that music coming through <laughs> because I had another uh, little, what do you call it? Now I, I lost my voice on Monday. I mean, on Tuesday at the indictment. It's still kind of frazzled, so please bear with me. But uh, I had a little, um, you know, power surge before the show started, so hopefully it didn't kick anything out of whack. So you guys will let me know. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you so much. I see the the um, chat room filling up. Nice to see you. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Haiku, for being moderators in the chat room. Nice to see you, Winston. Nice to see you, Kathy. Glad you and your hubby are here watching. Nice to see you both around the campfire. All right, music was there. Thank you, Haiku. All right. BB Delay, nice to see you. Happy Good Friday, everyone. Exactly. I, I saw all the Republicans posting about their love of Jesus, which makes me want to puke because, you know, if Jesus came back, they would decry him as woke and crucify him again. There's absolutely no doubt because it was the conservatives who crucified Jesus. And, uh, yeah, but I know, wouldn't it be great if, well, I mean, please, they will never do this, the, the, if they owned themselves. Just own it, you know? If you're a Nazi, admit it. Stop pretending you love democracy. Stop, I mean, if you are a conservative, stop pretending you like Jesus. You hate Jesus. Wait, my hair. You know, you hate Jesus. I'm just sick of the revisionist history as well. It's incredibly tedious, and it's time we push back, but that's what we're doing here. At least we're trying to push back, really, because look at what we're up against. So we're going to talk about, you know, what, what's what's the theme tonight? Geez, the tyranny of the minority right before we went on air. A one judge, you know, because uh, Republicans, th this is what they do. They, just like the Nazis did, they work within the systems of democracy to undermine democracy and undermine the will of the people, the rule of law. The, and this is what they did with this, this judge, this ideologue judge appointed by Trump, who they went shopping for this judge, looking for, I mean, they, they twist themselves, just like they fix the facts around the policy to go invade a country that never had any, you know, never attacked us on September 11th and didn't have weapons of mass destruction, they twist themselves into, um, you know, into any, you know, any shape to fix the facts around the policy to suit their agenda. And in this case, it's this supposed love of, of babies, you know, because the, the judge who they... They shopped for this judge, and they, the the and apparently, you know, one of the most. I mean, they're just very annoying. I wish that were simply it. I wish they were simply just gnats that we would have to wave off. But he refused to call in his um, opinion or whatever the hell he wrote. 
or whoever wrote it for him, they they refused to call the um, the clump of cells that uh, in uh, that's not a it's not a baby, but he refused to call it um, a fetus. Um, he uh, calls it a human a human person or something. You know, I, I, it's because they are they don't give a shit about freedom. They don't care about babies. This is what is so sickening to me. A human? They care about humans? Is this this the way we're, that's what we're supposed to take away from this judge's, uh, his turn of phrase in in the ruling that he wrote? We're supposed to give, it's supposed to give the impression that they give a shit about humans when they, uh, they clearly don't because let's, let's, let's say it again. The abortion rate does not go down when abortion is criminalized. All it does is make it unsafe and it kills women. That's what it does. It doesn't reduce the abortion rate. Now, if they were really pro-life, they would vote for expanded education, expanded health care, universal health care, universal higher education, living wages, economic security. That actually, that which numerous studies show, actually reduce the abortion rate, as well as, uh, you would say that's pro-life, right? Because they, they, they're so sickening. The hypocrisy is beyond st- stomach churning, and I'm tired of it. For example, I mean, this is just an aside. You know, my one of my bugga, bugaboos is the Republicans are... Um, you know, they can't say the name Democratic Party because they are emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies on top of just being just disgusting fascists. But, and I wish, uh, yeah, when I call them schoolyard bullies, I'm like, I wish, I wish they were simply schoolyard bullies. But it's, I guess it's sort of like, the, it's, it's appropriate because it's the emotional capacity, the maturity is of a schoolyard bully. But, but anyway... So I did, you know, I made a little short of, um, that I put up on YouTube and on TikTok, TikTok. I'm on TikTok now trying to get more, you know, get, get out there, get the word out. And, um, I, uh, because I was watching, you know, corporate media and Kevin McCarthy, the weaker speaker was being interviewed and he, he was he was lamenting how we don't respect each other anymore and in as he was lamenting how i wish why, why can't we just respect why can't we get along you know he uh of course ended it with what if what if the next time uh it's not a democrat president or dem, you know it's a or a democrat attorney general or you know it's the it's a republican that wants to go after the the poor put upon con man who committed 34 felony counts of document fraud but um the point is what's going to stop them two things one first uh, i would think what would stop them is that if unless let's say the democratic president d- uh, didn't commit a crime you know that's what that's what would stop them right the rule of law but the other thing uh, the to lament 
that we don't get along with each other or we, there's no respect while refusing to say the name of the party makes me want to puke, okay? And what what's worse is that the corporate media, and it was a, a, a woman, um, try, her name is escaping me now, that's why I'm avoiding it, who is who's an older woman who's been in the business like 50 years. So you think she would know a little better, but she's, she just stood there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, he's, he's lamenting that we don't respect each other more uh, or at all. And, um, won't even say the name of the party properly. Right. So uh, that, that should have been her job to call him out. Like, what are you talking about? Why don't you start? You want to, you want to, um, heal the respect you want to start respecting each other or or parties to respect each other why don't you start by saying the fucking name of the goddamn oldest continuous political party in world history founded by thomas jefferson why don't you do that right have a little just a little respect because that's where you begin respect begets respect don't you think but it's not about they they you know they're they're just victims there are it doesn't matter there is no getting through to them that's all they have are schoolyard bully taunts and then this this shit which they prove yet again how much they hate democracy and they hate america and they hate life and they hate women and they hate babies it really is all about control and dragging us back to the times that, you know, we thought we left in the trash bin. Yeah, every time we take a step towards a more perfect union, they um, they figure out ways to ensure that we can't vote, or the, uh, they gerrymander districts beyond recognition. Where they what they did in Nashville, where all this stuff is coming out now because of the stunt they pulled in Tennessee, where they kicked two young African-American lawmakers out of their seats. You know, uh, funny enough, the white woman survived, but, you know, and they say, oh, it's nothing to do with racism. They kick these people out of their seats. Apparently in in um, uh, Tennessee, they, because, of course, the, the cities in the South are, are, are democratic, and um, so they they don't like that. So they gerrymandered it. They gerrymandered one large Democratic district and they turned it into three solid Republican districts. You see what they do? Hold on. I'll be right back. And they do this because they hate America. They hate democracy. I say it all the time, but it has to get out there. This is how it, how it works, you know? You got to repeat, 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 rinse, repeat. This is what the, the Republicans have done forever and ever, right? That's why we all think that the, the meat, well, I don't think this, but people think, oh, there's a liberal media because they start, they started this, you know, with uh, Rush Limbaugh, the pounding the, the fallacy of the liberal media. There is, there is no liberal media. The fact is, you know, truth has a liberal bias, and this is something that Republicans can't stand. But there's no liberal media, and as um, you know, if you really want to get technical about it, the um, you know, the studies, you know, there's a, there's ways to look this up. You know, you can just look this up. And in fact, I remember 
you know, arguing with my former brother-in-law because he was a right winger. And he was, he would just say like, oh, the liberal media, the liberal. And I'd be like, there is no liberal media. And, oh, it's, a, it's liberal. It's liberal. I'm like, I, I have a friggin' degree. I have a master's degree in communications. There is no liberal media. In fact, the media in the United States skews conservative, just like on Twitter right now. As uh, the Republicans are crying, and on social media, they all cry how they're being picked on. But the the facts are that the the algorithms skew for these freaks to push the the propaganda of this this minority death cult. I don't know if it's because. The, the Well, obviously on uh, Twitter, that's a lost cause because Elon Musk is a fascist and the disgusting, th- you know, he's another one, okay? The, because they're all frauds. You know, they all think he's a genius. Trump's a billionaire. You see what I'm saying? Everything, perjury trader Green is a successful businesswoman. You know, all, it's all a scam, um, who else? What's his name? Steve Bannon. He's supposed to be some kind of uh, patriot, like uh, you know, one of the Minutemen or something out there. When he's on a, a yacht owned by a Chinese billionaire, when the when the feds bust him for duping the freaking ju- the the Trump cult out of their stupid socialist security money for a wall that they never built. So you see what I mean? They're such morons. And the other thing, speaking of, you know, the in in the January sixth committee, when it came out that they, um, you know, how the how the the con man with the with the fake university and the vitamins came, you know, the, the Trump, the orange pus, he um, sent out all kinds of emails saying, you know, send this money to the Save America pack, but. They didn't even bother to set the pack up, so it didn't even exist. It was just this fake, send your socialist security money to this fake thing that sa- it says we're going to save America, and uh, you're a sucker, right? A sucker's born every minute. Trump and Z's are living proof, but how much longer? How much longer are we going to take it? That's what I want to know. I keep asking, maybe I'll get an answer one day. It looks like the the younger generation are um I don't know. They're they the kids are all right in that sense, but uh what else what choice do they have? They have to stand up to this to the you know, the death the the GOP death cult that would rather please their NRA masters than do anything about anything much less the fact that the primary cause of death for children in the United States is gun violence. I mean, is that is the that is a disgrace. But it is what happens when Republicans get a hold of power. That's it. You know, you uh, everything that Trump touches dies, everything that Republicans touch dies. They bring nothing to the table. They have nothing to offer. That's why they can't say the name of the Democratic Party. They have to offer their dumbasses something so they play with their minds. They manipulate them with, uh, with, with, 
with uh, dog whistles and they tickle their racist funny bones. They give them someone to hate. Now it's all about trans people to hate and the and um, abortion. Right when the and uh, this continues to escape me though. Why the Democrats? I mean, I ask it all the time. Am I am I losing it here? Maybe, but um, I ask the Democrats all the time. Why don't they just disarm these scumbags of their cudgel by reminding the American people that criminalizing abortion does not reduce the abortion rate? I I I have yet to hear this. Well, I think I heard it once out of one. Um, one of the Democrats that was on, like, you know, MSNBC or something. But criminalizing abortion does not reduce the abortion rate. What reduces the abortion rate is economics, okay? And that's the because that's the primary reason someone might choose to um, not bring a pregnancy to term. And many pregnancies that are not taken to term are from uh, are women who already have children and they just can't uh, and you know a family cannot afford another one and um yeah we know this from from empirical data just like we know that this drug that the um GOP death cult just took off the market is uh you know there's not it's safe and effective and it's been in use for the past quarter century so if there were problems and um you know we would have known by uh, known about it by now so but the but you see how republicans are they're simply full of shit they their excuses are the judge that who um you know <clears throat> just said f you uh you're this is our the republican uh the the you know it's uh the tyranny of the republican death cult the tyranny of the minority who cares what you want who cares what democracy democracy please they're they're taking care of that too but the um the they had to pretend you know like that they're the real the outrage about why the judge had to put the um you know to say uh, that we that women can't take this drug that they've been using for over a quarter century is because 25 years ago they didn't follow the correct procedure and it wasn't really the right people that or the right organization that looked over the the data and decided yeah, that it was safe and you know we know that is absolute bullshit it's just bullshit they fix the facts around the policies oh look over here oh yeah we could just say this you know we'll just say that it's uh, this technicality like they care this wouldn't have come up in the past 25 years, right? It wouldn't have come up that somehow the proceed it was a procedure thing. Yeah, never mind the uh the tumult that you bring to the American people, the to more than the 52% of the population, right? That never mind the fact that you're you're reducing the freedom, you know, you're I mean, but this is the point. Right. It's a it's about a technicality. It's let's tell the dumbasses, you know, we'll give them an excuse. Yeah, so they don't have to look 
like the filthy fascists that they are, but we see right through them. That's the thing. You see what I mean? We see right through them. And I wish they would just say, you know, stop playing, stop pretending. You know, it's like it's like this effing Uncle Clarence Thomas, and we'll get to him too. And I want to remind everybody, oh, wait, I just um, forgot to send Poppy the number. Poppy is, Poppy Champlin is going to be calling in around 9.30, all right? You've been asking for Poppy. You'll get Poppy, okay? You asked for Poppy, you got a Poppy. I hope so. I don't know. We'll see. See if she calls. Let's see what happens. <laughs> a lot of times it's been, oh, shit, I forgot. Okay. All right. Um, what was I saying? So, yeah, many things have been going on. We'll see what Poppy has to say about it. But And when she calls in around 930. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about, well, the Tennessee uh, Three. The, uh, um, you know, Republicans caught in the act of being themselves again, they suck. They suck at life. They suck at government. And they're not even trying anymore. It's disgusting. But it's good that this has all come to light. But I wanted to play a couple of videos of um, the the just the absolute disgrace that the Republicans are. And um, stupid uh, thing isn't connecting, of course. Why, 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 why? All right, yeah. Uh, right before I went on air, I told you I had a some surge. This has been going on with this. I bought this computer. It's brand new. I thought with our, our problems would be over, but... Okay, so here's one of the Tennessee Republicans. Oh, no, it didn't. Let me play this. Hold on. The, the, the thing that you have to say, uh, or just have to... You don't have to, but... I would say, uh, is that, they, it, of course, the Republicans, you know, shoot themselves in the foot again because this, they completely, um, it's com the, their plot to silence these young men is backfired, completely backfired. Here's, here's one of them. I wanted to play this other one, but it's not playing. Uh-oh, you hear you hear who that is? Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? Hold on. Hold on. All right, hold on a second. I'm talking to the I'm talking to Terry Jr. Jr. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. I just want to show you what I'm dealing with. Fuck. We can't have this shit happening, Jr. I'm trying to plug in the cat cam without disconnecting everything else. Come on, Junior, stop. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. All right, let's try this. Relax. Do you hear him crying up a storm? Why are you crying? Why are you crying so much? Yeah, it's not connecting. Everything sucks again. Why is this happening to me? Maybe I can connect. Let's see. The iPhone camera. There we go. 
that's that. So you at least can get a glimpse of Junior Junior. There he is. Junior? <laughs> this is the phone. My phone camera connects, but this other camera is not connecting. That's the USB camera. Everything sucks. I thought it was all going to be good once the new thing, the new computer. Look at the beautiful eyes. Look at the camera here. Look over here. Yes, he's good. It's just too close. And he keeps moving. You all right? Oh, good boy. You're very good. Meow. Okay, I hear you. Meow. That's not a good look for me, but okay. You look good. Just trying to prop it up. That's my Judy Garland behind us that you see. I love Judy. All right, no, but everybody's going to tune out now. <laughs> They're going to be like, what this show? Fuck this show. Oh, there it goes. All right, whatever. We tried. That's it. Cat time's over. All right, let's see what I could play. Here's the... Um, one thing, These the Tennessee lawmakers, the two Justins, um, they're pretty impressive now. And they... Oops, wrong button. They held their own. They certainly held their own with these... Uh, these these throwbacks to times we left in history's trash bin. Ladies and gentlemen, as we are upholding our Constitution. Sure you are. We are protecting the integrity of this body. Sure you are. Let's vote to expel them. That will send the case back to the voters in Davidson County. And if after looking at his Send conduct, it back. They, they would just... Should come back. Send it back and cost the taxpayers... More money. And uh, somebody last night, I don't have the exact figure in front of me, but um, I heard that it's going, it's, it costs about $4 million for, the, for an, the county to run another election. So he's just, you know, an it's just emblematic of the Republican Party. They are useless. They cost, the, they cost more. I mean, are, is this worth it, really? Is it worth it, whoever votes for these people? Is it worth it because, are you that racist? I mean, why don't you just get help? So they're going to expel, so they did expel the two Justins, and then we already know that their counties, the commissions and whatever they call it, I don't know, the, the board in their communities are going to reappoint them. And then they're going to have to run a special election, which will cost millions of dollars. And that's what Republicans do. They waste our time. And meanwhile, kids keep dying, right? And the, the kids who came to the, the um, state house to try to convince these blood-soaked ghouls that, you know, maybe there's some things more important than your NRA blood money. Yeah, we're tired of of having to, uh, I don't know, see kids in little tiny coffins. We're tired of being a, a disgrace in the world. Going to, I mean, we just want to go to school. 
We don't want to have to go through live shooter drills. I'm sorry. Sorry that interferes with your, uh, your cushy, phony, baloney job. But, all right, so the, these, this is the so-called debate time, which was ended up being cut off for and the other lawmaker because Republicans, they know the end of the story. In fact, they, before they were, this is all just, you know, uh, a waste of their time because before they even um, had a vote or called uh, or, or had anything or had legislation to expel the lawmakers, they um, the apparently the Senate lead or the leader of this uh, gaggle of ghouls um, tweeted out that they were going to expel these lawmakers when the process hadn't even begun. And putting aside, well, not even putting aside, but just keep in mind that um, the Republicans kept the seat of a lawmaker who urinated on the seat of another lawmaker. Okay, they 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 didn't expel that lawmaker. And I'll, and I'll talk about that. And that that was an inter-party fight be- between Republicans. Of course it was, because Democrats don't do that. Democrats do not urinate on their uh colleague's chair because they're having an argument. You see there because Republicans, like I say, are unfit they are emotionally stunted, and that's how, a, that's how a, a child, an adolescent, might handle it, don't you think? They might pee on your locker or something like that. This is how sick that these are. Actually, these are grown-ass men doing that, urinating on a chair. That actually happened, and not, not 100 years ago, like a year ago. We will welcome him as a representative. After he goes through, so he's saying, after he goes through yet another Um, election, we will welcome him as a representative because he needs to get his ass spanked a little bit. He's too uppity. Now listen to this this guy, the the lawmaker, because, I mean, the young, the, the normal person. Having to, he's 27 years old, having to hold his own in a, in a, in this so-called, you know, uh, capital filled with these crackers, white racists, a bunch of freaking racists that hate his very existence. The fact that he's there getting in their face. So, I mean, and what is he talking about? We're tired of putting children in body bags. All right, let's keep going with this. I didn't hear a question, but while my colleague's statement were, was, was eloquent, what he was essentially saying was that Justin is an uppity Negro. Yep. How dare he point at the speaker and call a lie a lie? How dare he treat, act like he's your equal? How dare he come before this body and not bow down. That's it. That's what Representative Bolso was saying, and that's what he told me on the elevator two days ago Mm -hmm. when he tried to incite violence against me and got in my face and said, you are a damn disgrace. (laughs) And I said, Representative Bolso, hold on, let me pull up my phone. Can you say that again? And he cowered and chose not to repeat it. 
because he did not want the world to see what a disgrace he is mm-hmm. for Williamson County voters. What a surprise how a Republican would, you know, they, they type so tough. They talk so tough behind the veil of anonymity. But and this is another example of what I always say, that we, you know, we will win because they always have to pretend to be something they're not. They just can't keep up. They, they can only put that facade up so long. It's like, you know, perjury trade agreement. It's like all of them now posting about how much they love Jesus when they hate Jesus. They hate everything Jesus stood for. Suffer the little children and what? Let them fuck them? Die for, hey, hey, at least we they they did their patriotic duty and died or came out of school with PTSD if they survived. Well, here's another um, one of these right-wingers. You know, as I'm listening, I'm thinking to myself. This is Andrew Farmer. I think he's the guy that authored the expulsion, but he, listen to the way he talks to a, a colleague. You don't understand. You don't truly understand why you're... You don't truly understand why I authored that resolution. It wasn't easy for me to do. But I'm hearing you blame this on your... But just because you don't get your way... It's cutting out. It's not me. It's his mic, so... You grab a couple friends. Doesn't mean you can come to the well while we're conducting business. You know, oh, as I'm Hold listening, on. I'm thinking I hit the to wrong myself, you don't, you don't truly understand why you're You don't doing. understand what you're doing standing there. You don't truly understand why I authored that resolution. Why I authored that resolution. It wasn't easy for me to do. But I'm hearing you blame this on your On your youth. Just because you don't get your way, you grab a couple friends, doesn't mean you can come to the well... While we're conducting business in session, other members are waiting to have their bills to be heard. It's they incredible. have constituents to 60, 70. Now imagine, I'm, I, it's sh- almost, it is shocking. I don't, I'm shocked that I could be shocked still. But watching this, this freaking whatever he is, this pretend lawmaker, who, I mean, he really is a pretend lawmaker because if you, are you're elected to respond to the issues of your community and you do absolutely nothing to ensure that kids do not have to come home from school in body bags, then what good are you? You're useless. You're not a lawmaker. You're a succubus. You're a parasite. And that's what Republicans are. They're not in office for altruism. They're not there to make things run smooth. They're not there to address the issues of the community. They're there to get paid. They're going to get paid. They're going to get, and they're going to ensure that their friends can get paid. That's it. And these young men who go in there, they got elected in, uh, well, they have to tolerate them. They barely tolerate them. They don't tolerate them at all. Look at the way they talk to them. They have no respect for them. And it is no, you know, I saw another uh, clip, which I didn't get, but of the, they were saying, well, what do you say to people who say that this is racist? You know, that the white um, woman 
in the in the Tennessee three kept her seat while the two young African Americans were expelled. And uh, the the guy literally, what did he say? He said that, uh, well, it wasn't about race because their race wasn't on the bill. All it said was their name. Can you believe that? That's what he said. He was like, all it said, well, it's, uh, it's, it's not about race because it just said their names on the bill. It didn't say the black lawmaker. It said, or, or the white lawmaker, it just said their names. So you don't, you don't have eyes? You don't know who you're talking about? They're, it's, they're just a, this amorphous uh, nothing? They're just a name? Just a, an entity without shape or form? It's and that was his excuse. And guess what? I get you know where I saw I saw that on the corporate media, as it was kind of part of a both sides thing because they have to give you well this one says it's racist, so this one says it's not, even though it's absolutely filthy and ridiculous. So whatever we got to put it in anyway. Why? Why don't they just call it out? Say and then the response was patently ridiculous. But, okay, I'm, uh, I know I'm asking a lot. Thousand times another 80 millions of people, just because you don't get your way, come to the well, bring your friends, and throw a temper tantrum with an adolescent bullhorn. Adolescent. Doesn't give you the right to enrage folks that are here to watch this body conduct business and talk about things you know good and well. Uncredible. We've worked hard, very hard to protect our. You work business. hard. You work hard. They, they worked hard. I think passing a bill that teachers. This is how they're going to respond to uh, dead kids. That teachers can carry firearms. That's it. So now we're going to expect teachers. You know, you don't just fuck school, right? What's the point? They hate education. They don't want, and of course, they really don't. I'm not kidding, either. I just saw some uh, uh, some um, post on Reddit where uh, people and somebody grabbed it because conservatives were complaining about how they're sending their kids to college and they're and they can't even talk to them anymore. Because they come home, she used, my daughter used to be such a good conservative, and now she comes home and she argues with me. That's what they don't like. They want their, they want them, they just want everyone, not just their, their people. They want everyone to be dumb. And come on, I, I feel like we've talked about this before because I've been screaming about this for years. I've been screaming that. Republicans are fascists. They're the, the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. And now it seems like a lot of the corporate media is catching up. They're calling them fascists. They are calling out how, how dangerous they are. Some of them, you know, not all the corporate media. But I, I feel like, you know, it's time to, for them to, I don't know, get ahead of the game and don't wait 10 years to call this shit out the the republicans it's they they hate democracy it, this has to become common knowledge and maybe it is with younger people i don't know 
a hundred percent. I know it, I'm certainly it certainly seems that way with these lawmakers and um, some of the other young people I've seen that they seem to understand that, I mean, because it is the most progressive generation coming up, that's what Republicans are afraid of, you know, but we have to get it. uh, It has to be common knowledge or become common knowledge that the Republicans, they don't like democracy. They are a fundamentally undemocratic now a death cult and they are they are truly trying to unravel democracy and and basically restore the same type of system the founders fought a revolution to overthrow period that's it where the rich run and own everything and everybody else knows their place and even the dumbasses like that they like that the ones who cry over Trump, the ones who are, you know, crying in the in the um, in front of the courthouse, and uh, they're the ones, you know, with the flags that say Trump or death. They they mean it. They but they would much rather have a a big daddy at the top saving them from the uppity others who don't know their place, like like. Uh, this these uh, representatives that they just expelled from the Tennessee, um, wherever the House of Representatives. <sighs> Where's the other one I wanted to play? Because one of them asks about. I mean, this is how stupid these people are and useless. This is a question. He here it is. We. Wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to defend your actions. One of the questions... That Look at this guy. Back- he's he's one of the young Republicans, too. Youngish. What is wrong with them? Hold on a second. So this is Representative Ryan Williams. And, and listen to his My question. Mind that I hope maybe you can answer. is when you say no action... No peace. No action. What do you mean? What does Representative Jones mean by no peace? Thank you. No peace. What does he mean? Are you you. being uppity? Um, It's incredible. I invite my colleague from Putnam County to join any protest where that is a very familiar chant that usually goes no justice, no peace. And I believe the roots of it lie in something that Martin Luther King stated, that true peace is not merely the absence of tension, but it is the presence of justice. That's what I was saying, is that until we act, there will be no peace in our communities. In addition, I would like to read some context about that chance that comes from Jeremiah 614. I'll read the New Living Translation, it says, they offer superficial treatments for my people's mortal wound. They give assurances of peace where there is no peace. I'll go to the New International Version. They dress the wound of my people as though it was not serious. Peace, 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 they say, where there is no peace. That's what the chant means, that we have no peace. And that until we act, there will be no peace for the thousands of children who came here demanding that we act, who are afraid that if they're in school, they will be gunned down because you'll pass laws to make it easier to get a gun than it is to get health care in this state. You've passed laws that make it easier to get a gun than it is to vote in this state. And so that there will be no peace in Tennessee until we act on this political
proliferation of weapons of war in our community. That is the piece I was talking about. Wow. That is what I was saying. Isn't that incredible? That he is, he's 27 years old. And he's up there holding his own and wiping the floor with all these useless embarrassments to human DNA. What do you, I bet he thought that was going to really be a zinger. What do you mean about no, no action, no peace? What is that? What is that? Like you never heard that before. Incredible. Because they're there to not just promote the status quo. They are, they're there to destroy any prospect of, uh, of, of progress. That's it. And the, and listening to these young men go back at these old and not so old fake representatives, these disgraces who people have voted for them. Why? Why? Why are you sending these people to Congress, to your state house of legislature or whatever to what are they doing for you? They're, they're promoting the NRA over your children. They're making Tennessee less safe. Tennessee has the ninth worst death rate, gun violence death rate. It's number nine in the country. It's all red states, of course, because where you have more guns, you have more death. But, you know... That's just regular guns, too. I guess assault weapons. I don't know uh, that statistic off the top of my head. But an, a, a weapon of war, there's no constitutional right to a weapon of war. But Republicans would like you to believe that because they love Jesus, you see. You know, think about how all of the Republicans today posting about Jesus and Good Friday and he is risen and all that. Well, too bad the six latest premature corpses won't be risen tonight or today, or they won't be around for Easter. There are families, maybe they celebrate Easter, maybe they don't, but regardless, their families are, are grieving. Friends, families are grieving. Unnecessarily, needlessly, while Republicans do nothing, have stunt after stunt. They call what... Justin Jones is doing a stunt, right? It's a stunt. Well, well, you're not doing anything. Enough, enough. Republicans, they just don't want to be, they don't want to be challenged. And the thing is, they're doing this, you know, this expulsion bullshit. These lawmakers are going to be right back in there and they're going to have to come up with other ways to to deal with them because apparently you can only expel somebody once but maybe they'll fix that too right they'll just keep expelling people because they don't like democracy and tell me republicans what ha- what did they get accomplished here except elevate uh th- three new stars in the democratic party and shine a light on just how useless republicans really are and how much they don't care about dead children as for as much as they want to force women to have babies. 
They don't care about babies. They don't care about life at any stage of development. That is the damn truth. They are, it's a, it is so horrible. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like running out of adjectives. I, I don't know if you saw um, Jacinda Ahern. I know I always pronounce her name wrong or weirdly. For some reason, it can't come out of my mouth. She gave a, a speech on because um, she has resigned saying that you know she had no more gas in the tank let me see if i can find it ardern ardern that's what it is it's why should why is that so hard for me some words just can't come out of my mouth well here i just uh, she gave a, a a goodbye speech in a way let's see if i could play it off the screen And it was, it now, I cannot tears determine my what will define my time in this place, but I do hope I've demonstrated something else entirely, that you can be anxious, sensitive, kind, and wear your heart on your sleeve. You can be a mother or not. You can be an ex-Mormon or not. You can be a nerd, a crier, a hugger. You can be all of these things. And not only can you be here, you can lead just like me. Nor data, tina koto, tina koto, tina koto. I mean, that is, that's leadership right there. Beautiful. And I wondered, you know, uh, how long it would take for Republicans uh, to, to somehow mock that. I'm sure somewhere they are, but I haven't looked it up. But, yeah, you know, yeah. This is uh, compare that to the likes of Perjury Trader Green, or Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bulbert, or any one of the right wingers, George Santos. They have no sincerity. They have no humanity. They're not true leaders. They're not servants. You know, we have we have the likes of Kevin McCarthy. Where is it? Saying how. Uh, respect well, we we just don't respect each other anymore well you know if well if it was a democrat president we we just don't respect why can't the democrat party respect anymore you see what i'm saying this is where we live it's so embarrassing to have to endure the this horrible excuse for a party the republican party you know needs to go the way of the whigs frankly they are irredeemable no doubt absolutely irredeemable but yeah what do you expect hold on i'm just checking if poppy called in Oh, and here's, you know, another thing they keep doing, you know, they, um, they're conflating um, anything with insurrection. Now you, you, I don't know if you've noticed this because they are a pro insurrectionist party and they, as I said, hate democracy and they're actively engaged in this insurrection. So 
they called what um, the protest at the Tennessee Capitol, that's an insurrection, according to Republicans, even though no one busted cops with, uh, you know, no one took shields off of cops and beat them with their own nightsticks. They didn't try to disarm them and shoot them with their own guns. There were no broken windows, no one defecating in in the hallway. In fact, the only urine on a a chair occurred uh, a year earlier when a Republican urinated on his fellow legislator's seat, apparently. But you know, there were no no uh, cattle broads, zip ties, no gallows constructed, no chance of hang Mike Pence or hang whoever the hell uh, leads this this collection of ghouls. But this is the latest Republican tactic, and the, and it shows you how disgusting they are. That's an insurrection, a peaceful protest their saying is an insurrection. Now think about that. Think about how they must twist themselves in order to protect the con man and his assault on democracy. So here's Fox News talking about what happened in Tennessee. This is their framing of it. Sending a message not to storm our government buildings, right? Because these three were leading those protesters onto the balcony in the House chamber last week. Then it carries into this week, and the Republican-led House has said, we won't stand for this. We won't stand for this. We won't stand for storming? Storming! You can't... There there is no storming. You fucking... Oh, I can't. I can't. I, I know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't uh, curse. Everyone, hey, 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 relax over there. People are like, no Poppy? I'm waiting for Poppy. Poppy's supposed to call in. What can I do? I can't grab her by the pussy and make her call. She's not in the vicinity. I would. I'd try, but she's not here. I'm waiting. I'm looking. Where the hell is she? I don't know. Maybe she fell asleep. Who knows? So we're just going to proceed on, and we're gonna, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a show. We are having a show. You got me until it, if and when Poppy calls in. So I don't know what's going on with her. This happened like five times already. All right. So yeah, here's another. Well, hold on. This is what's. It's very dangerous, but you know. That's also becoming a cliche, calling Republicans out for the the danger they cause, you know? But it's, uh, you gotta wonder um, how many people believe it. I do know, I told you I have a friend who listens to, he's a gay guy, you know, a friend of mine, uh, not... Uh, not that that matters, but it's oh, it's always interesting to me when gay people support right wingers. Uh, to me, it's like, what's wrong with you? Of course, but um, he listens. The reason he supports, um, or somehow you know, he he has some twisted views, is because he listens to right wing media. He listens to right wing radio. I don't know why. I constantly 
uh, have an issue with it. But he, I said something about January 6th, and he was like, oh, please, January 6th. It's not, and I was like, excuse me? You know, and of course I had to educate him. And, but I know where he's getting that from. It's, it's coming from right-wing media. They are, that's how much they are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. There's an insurrection, an active insurrection going on where the front runner for the Republican nomination is still saying the election was stolen, even though we have all, of course, it's not true. And now we have Fox News, so-called news in court, under oath, saying that they knew it wasn't stolen, but they lied to the dumbasses anyway. But he's still going on with it, and they're still saying, well, some people say it was stolen, and some people say it was not. And that's the old, you know, Republican standby. But um, I just wonder how effective it's going to be. They're trying a lot. They are trying to uh, conflate peaceful protest with insurrection, and that's that's dangerous. So every time we have a peaceful protest, they're gonna cry insurrection. Wait, I have another example of this. Where is it? Uh, not only they defend insurrectionists. Where is that one? Um. Wait a minute. I was looking for this one. Where is this? Well, I can't find it. Well, one of the Republicans, it was one that, uh, one of the fathers from Marjorie, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, he was arrested. Let's see. Arrest. I'll find it on Twitter, I bet. Arrested. Um, let's see, at a, at a Capitol meeting, they were having a meeting and then the Republican was like, cause he, he yelled out, he yelled out in the middle of the hearing when the Republican was saying some bullshit and the grieving father yelled out like, you know, something like you're killing us, you're killing our children. And uh, the Republican from the dais said, "Is the, uh, what, what's going on here? Is this an insurrection? Is, and they dragged him out and arrested him. Three, four, six cops, something like that. Is this an insurrection? Is this... See, this is why I need a producer. Is this an insurrection? Let's see... Anyway, I know I had it somewhere. I just don't know. Maybe I spelled it wrong. Arrested. And, it, you know, it's just a disgrace. It's a goddamn disgrace. But we have to be... We have to be aware of this. It's not the first time that they're conflating peaceful protests with insurrection. And it won't be the last, because this is their tactic. To call everything an insurrection. And, um, you know... How many people are going to believe it? There are already some people who do, but I, you know, I guess time will tell when we get to the to the election. 
if um, which way we're going to go. Are we going to go full on fascist or are we going to take this country back? Because at this point, we, we need to take the country back. They have done so much damage, like Ron DeSantis. They've done so much damage. God help us. You know, like what's going on in Florida, Ron DeSantis gerrymandered Florida to the point where he was able to squeeze out a 20% margin on his win. But the fact is, he only did it because he was able to draw the maps and then suppress the vote. And and we know uh, that he is a full-on fascist. You know, I don't know if you know what's going on with DeSantis attacking that... um, the woman who went, where is it? Let's see. DeSantis kidnapped. DeSantis kidnapped. All right. I guess Poppy's not calling in. I have no idea. What do you want me to do? Well, I, um, just, uh, let me say, I just want to give a plug. I will be on, on Monday at 3.30 p.m. I will be on... DC report with Brad Bannon. I'm just, let's say, are you calling in? Calling in. I'm fucking texting. You see what I'm saying? This, give me a break. All right. Florida COVID whistleblower claims her son's arrest is kidnapping. This is from the guardian. The arrest of a Florida teenager for allegedly threatening a school shooting. It's that's bullshit. He posted a, a meme that showed an overweight cop sleeping and it said, uh, we're we're just waiting for the gunmen to kill themselves before we go in and save everyone or something like that. Something stupid. It was a stupid meme that was not um inciting violence it was mocking cops that's it hold on a second all right all right yes haiku on the chat they always try to flip the meaning of words to confuse and overwhelm and it's fascism that's who they are they can't fight on uh just fairly on the field of ideas (laughs) that's a very quaint way to put it. They can't just plead their case to the voters because what is their case? We hate democracy. We hate the constitutionally limited democratic republic. We hate that we are a nation of laws, that we are a diverse nation. We hate that. We hate that the world keeps evolving and we just can't keep up. You know, we hate that, that uh, some of the targeted minority groups are getting more of a seat at the table. So they just pick more minority groups to pick on and to vilify and never, they never bring light to a situation. I mean, the attacks on trans people is relentless and it's disgusting. And, and it will not age well. And I, I say this all the time. You know, uh, it's, I say it for myself, too, to keep myself from losing hope that we will win. 
We will win. As hard as it is now, but it that that time in the wilderness, you know, you think about the rise of the Third Reich and you think about how many, you know, they they were in power for 12 years. 12 horrible years. And millions didn't make it out alive. But let's hope it doesn't get to that point. But you you better believe that if they could, the only thing separating the Republican Party of today from acting on the, let's say, putting people in camps is uh, environment and opportunity. That's it. There is no doubt. There is no doubt. They want to put people in camps. Look at them. They hate freedom. They hate that women have control of their bodies. They hate not sticking their big fascist noses into people's businesses. And these are the, I mean, they're, they're private businesses, not their businesses as businesses. But, you know, these are the people that, of course, claim to love freedom. But that's, that is a very Nazi tactic, too. Because I just saw, where was this? Oh, yeah, on Twitter, I saw something Kevin McCarthy wrote about, uh, well, let me see, uh, of course, attacking trans people. Let's see. And it was, I think, what did, uh, what did Biden do? Something that helped trans people. And Kevin McCarthy wrote, oh, something about women in sports and uh, being inclusive, regardless of uh, which PP you were born with. Something like that. I don't know. And it really triggered these Republicans. And Kevin McCarthy wrote that, um, you know, Biden is attacking women. Right? Because he's, re- he's all about women. Women. Like, are these people for real? But this is what the um, the Nazis did as well. You know, Nazis subjugated women that's part of a fascist ideology is making women vessels to have more children for the next war you know for the all the wars to come that's it and it was all about the fatherland and the subjugating women was freedom for women you see this is how it was all framed it's the same thing that the Republicans are doing. They can't help it. They are so fascist that they don't even realize the shit that comes out of their mouths sound is fascist. So where is, I guess Poppy's a lost cause at this point. Ugh, just annoying because I make this fucking uh, what do you call it? The graphic. Now I got to make another graphic. I don't know what's up. Here's, here's the thing I was talking about with Kevin McCarthy. Can I ask you your reaction to the indictment? You know, the indictment makes me 
very sad and concerned as a country because it's not just Republicans who view this as political. You have former Governor Cuomo, you have New York Times. People see it because think about this. The indictment came not from an attorney general of a state, not even from a DA of New York City. It's a borough who actually campaigned on the idea of indicting. My fear is what's going to transpire here is that here we are as America, one of our greatest strengths is the rule of law being applied equally. What's going to deter some small VA in a small county in a red state emoting to go after a Democrat president when they come. Shut. You see what I'm saying? What's going to Oh, I'm so empath empathic here. My, I have real feelings. See, I'm very sincere. What's going to deter some small DA in a small county in a red state to go after a Democrat president when they come out? You fuck. I mean, it's like a rake on a chalkboard. But you see, this is what we're dealing with. We need to respect each other. I don't want our country to continue to spiral to play politics this way. Yeah, I think that we I, should respect the law. Why would you want that that's terrible to spiral out to the point where you can't even say the name of the other political party it's sort of like you know you just uh, a little uh, jab every time you you mention it because you don't have anything else to offer think any legal mind sits and thinks this has merit of where it's going. I think it's played where here's somebody's running for president and a former president. I, I think and, when I look across um, the street from the no Capitol, one, I, I, I... Oh, yes, you're, you're weeping. Um, no one mentions the fact that he ran for president. He, he announced the, you know, the, the pus, the orange pus announced the run for president be uh, very early because he feared getting indicted so no one is even mentioning this that he's running he he's running for president solely because he doesn't want to be arrested too late stop to stop making crimes stop doing crimes and then you won't be arrested how's that see Lady Liberty sitting there oh, blindfolded weeping. with the scale that's supposed to be equal. I think yeah. everyone would sit. This fucking scale is supposed to be equal, but Donald Trump is a lord on one side of the scale, and it, it ju he just keeps coming up freaking uh, aces. He keeps pulling an inside straight, getting away with his crimes. It's like Donald Trump is sitting on that scale like Jabba the Hutt. Raping Lady Liberty. He's got Lady Liberty in, in chains, like Jabba the Hutt. I see the Lady Liberty. I weep for our rule of law. I weep for our nation. I can tell you, regardless of party, regardless of how they feel about yeah, President oh Trump, I mean, you have Mitt Romney, you have Jeb oh. Bush saying for what it is, and I, I think know. it's spiraling the country in a place we don't want to be. Let's start respecting each other, let's right. respect the rule of law, and let's not play politics with it. Yeah. Let's start respecting each other again, like we used to when we said the fucking name of the party, right? That would help. Merit of where it's going. I think it's played where here's somebody's running for president and a former president. Where is president that? when they come out. I don't want our country to continue. Some small DA in a small county in a red state. 
what's going to deter some small DA in a small county in a red state to go after a Democrat president when they Yes. What's going to deter? Well, what's a Democrat president? Because the name of the party is Democratic Party. We, we, why don't we respect each other? I'm, uh, don't you see my fake crocodile tears? What's going to deter in a small... That's what the other thing I love that he's trying to make like Manhattan. It's just, he's just a borough. It's just a borough. It only has nearly 2 million people living there. It's probably more than Kevin McCarthy's district. And, uh, you know, it's just the financial capital of the world. And this is a crime they routinely indict and bring, be, bring to justice here in the financial capital of the world. But uh, it's just a borough. What's going to stop them from doing the same thing? Well, nothing, because Republicans have no integrity. So they'll try to drum up some kind of shit. Why don't they spend another $75 million like they did with Hillary? I was looking it up that all of the investigations into Hillary Clinton over the years, it, it, it pushes a hundred million dollars, you see. But uh, twenty it was over 25 million, the, that star report, which found nothing. Yeah, they, and this is, they were, it's not like, you know, they weren't trying to find shit. I guess they just couldn't make shit up at that point. We'll see what they pull out of their ass. Now, I'm all for if you are guilty. Uh, if a Democrat commits document fraud, bring him, bring him a trial. Right? What's going to stop a small town DA? Well, if a Democrat commits 34 felony counts of document fraud, then... By all means, indict them. If a Democrat tries to overthrow a democracy and doesn't accept the will of the voters and then calls up the secretary of state in different states and says, hey, come on, come on, give me a break here. Give me a, just give me some votes. Make it up. Nothing wrong with saying you recalibrated. Just make it up. If If a Democrat does that, yes, bring them. Bring them to justice. Jesus Christ. Oh, I hate them. Well, forget about Poppy. She's done. It's over. She ain't calling it. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's annoying to me. So, okay. And um, I just, you know, another thing I wanted to show you a couple of things. Well, we wanted to talk about, you know, Clarence Thomas, of course, right? The corruption, it never ends. But I, I, one other thing that kind of is, there's so many things going on. It's the slipping through the radar here or under the radar. You know, perjury trader green is, she's a, you know, uh, she's a filthy fascist. And let me see. And one of her um, things, you know, when she was given that, whatever she was given, the 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 spotlight on 60 minutes the son of a bitch i don't know why they had to give her something on 60 minutes but okay um she was saying how joe biden is a pedophile right and um this is of course just she's disgusting i mean she's a pedophile really i I wouldn't be surprised 
she's definitely a groomer who wants to groom children into becoming um, filth like like she is. But she tweeted out a video, and I'm not going to play the video, but and it was it was of course deceptively edited. Where is it? Um, and she was saying it said something like pedo Joe. Pedo Joe, right? And they edited this video, but I want to play the the actual video that that these assholes, you know, uh, Easter on Good Friday. This is what Republicans are up to because they love America so much, right? Uh, here's the actual video. If I can fucking find it that they deceptively edited into being something just that suits their disgusting worldview. Here we go. Hey, what's your name? Oh, this is my son, Braden. I know it's a little weird. Oh God, why is everything sucked tonight? But it, it's um, something's wrong with the video. It's stretching out. I don't know why, but. Hey, Braden, how are you, man? So for it's hard to hear a little bit. It's a father and a son, and Biden is doing, um, you know, going up the line where he's shaking hands with people. And there's a young man. He's around 13, 14. And he said, this is my son, Brayden. He stutters. And he wanted to meet you. Oh, man, come on. I tell you what. Don't let it define you. Oh, you are smart as hell. Now you really are. You can do that. Can I get a phone number for you and I can tell you how what I used to do and how I would do it? Can you take his phone because there's about 25 stutterers I continue to work with. And I can tell you the things that helped, helped me. I know, by the way, the hardest thing is talking on the telephone. So I don't expect you to be able to. When I stuttered, I used to t t t talk. But I promise you, I promise you, you can do it. I promise you. And don't let it define you. You're handsome. You're smart. You're a good guy. I really mean it. Don't let it define you. And you know when I say I know about bullies, you know about bullies. The kids who make fun, it's going to change, honey. I promise you. Right? And they took that beautiful moment where this young man who, you know, he, he looks painfully shy and he's, his father's saying he stutters and Joe Biden is, is being empath empathetic, saying, give, give him, you know, let me get your number. I work with about 25 other stutterers uh, to help. We help each other. I'll tell you what works for me. You're beautiful. Don't let anybody tell you any otherwise. Like something deeply humane and decent. And these Republicans, you see what they did? This is, you know what Perjury Trader did? They deceptively edited it. So he's like, give me your number. You're beautiful. You see how filthy they are and disgusting they are? They take something you know, absolutely 
I don't know. It is. It's just. I, I, what's the word? It is just beautiful and touching and humane, and it shows that Joe Biden has empathy, has a soul. He's not a sociopath, like the rest of like the like half the Republican Party, like their standard bearer most definitely is, and they take this and they turn it into something vile because they are vile. Why would you do that? What is wrong with them? And they call themselves Christians. They do this during their, their supposed Holy Week, right? You know, Perjury Trader Green is tweeting out all kinds of things about Jesus, Jesus on the cross, he is risen, all this other shit, bullshit. Good Friday. Today we remember the immense sacrifice Jesus made for us on the cross. Let's show the world the power of prayer for praying for our nation on this day and every day. Hashtag Good Friday. Pray for our nation. Well, we better pray. We better do more than pray for our nation when we have the likes of perjury trader Green sitting in the halls of power. And we have people like Trump trying to destroy this country and the entire Republican Party, who can't even say the goddamn name of the Democratic Party. That's how infantile they are. That's how emotionally vacant they are. That's how little they have to offer the American people. Because the other thing is, it's not just another political party. They, they remember, there are more regist registered Democrats in the country than there are Republicans. So they, they're vilifying really uh, a, a large majority of the country. We are the majority. Normal people are the majority of the country. I know Republicans hate that. But, you know, I mean, they're so typical. They are so disgusting. And I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know who votes for them. But shame on them. Shame on you all who vote Republican, who vote for these people, who put the likes of Perjury Trader Green, who gave her a platform, this, this uh, QAnon, this cultist, who had who didn't know a thing about politics she she had no interest in politics she did crossfit and committed serial adultery that's all that was her hobby she didn't have a career she's on the company dole the com her father's company she was being paid that's it she has no business experience she's just she's a fraud like the rest of them like president fraud and you gave her power. You fell for her shit. You fell for her, her, uh, her QAnon nonsense. You should, be, you should all be embarrassed. Anybody who voted for her, just like you, the people who voted for George Santos, should be embarrassed. Unreal, though. But I, when I watch this, it's like, don't we deserve that? You know, you see Jacinda Adhern, her speech. That's a human being. And then you hear Republicans. What do, what do they have to offer? They're like, uh, I, I'm sure you saw, I mean, well, there's so many uh, clips 
that we can play. But, you know, we make America great again by, by bringing humanity, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, e pluribus unum, back. And we will win. This is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Thank you for hanging out. Go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Become a patron. YouTube.com slash Sepa Channel slash Tara Buster. Watch the end of this show. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Like on Monday on DC Report, Brad Bannon. Almost. <laughs> uh, one day I'll get it right. All right, I'm, sh- I'm shutting the fucking phone down. This is so annoying. I'm pissed off. I am. You know? All right. Oh, unless something happened. You know, I always think, well, did something happen? I hope not. I'm just saying. But... I don't know. It's very irritating. All right, well, let's uh, go into... You know, because the thing is, I was planning on... I know, I always have shit to talk about, of course. But half the show was going to be poppy. So, now I'm like, okay, great. Let's see. Well, I have shit to do. You know me. You can never... You can barely shut me up. So, uh, But I wanted to talk about Uncle Clarence, which... That's another one. You know, the Republicans, this is where we live, right? They are so corrupt. You know, they, they still feel the, the need somewhat to, to feign decency, like, uh, like we were saying earlier with the judge that just said that, we, that women can't take a drug that they've been taking for uh, a quarter century because um, somebody didn't dot the T or in uh, dot the I's and cross the T's correctly somehow, according to this piece of dirt that Trump and the Republicans, you know, put on the bench despite receiving fewer votes. That's another thing. They represent a minority of Americans. They have a minority ideology so really, we are under the tyranny of the minority, and that's not a, an effective way to run a country. What if? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think about the alternate history of this country. If we actually did have uh, the people who received the most votes become the president, like Al Gore, Hillary Clinton, you know, instead of these the ones who receive fewer votes and then proceed to destroy democracy and take us down roads that we're still recovering from and may never rec- and some may never recover right i mean if uh, think about if reagan never was elected if he never committed treason to negotiate with our enemies while the sitting president was trying to negotiate the release of the hostages there's Reagan going behind the back of the sitting president, telling our enemies, hold on to the hostages. I will give you a better deal. I'll give you arms. 
That's what happened. And that's treason. That is fucking treason. A civilian going to our enemy saying, help me get elected. This is what Republicans do to keep our fellow Americans in bondage, keep them, keep their families suffering, keep, uh, you know, spit in the face, uh, figuratively of the American negotiators who, you know, they're taking a gamble. They're going to release the hostages anyway. Might as well, if Carter wins the election, they'll release them. If Reagan wins the election, they'll release them. What what skin off their ass is it for them to hold them longer if Reagan is promising them all kinds of goodies on the back end? If they do him a solid, and that's what they did. And that, I mean, to, Reagan should have been, um, you know, just like Nixon. And every Republican president has committed some form of treason. It's just an election strategy for Republicans. You realize this? Nixon, same thing. He was um, negotiating with our enemies during the Vietnam War while Johnson was trying to come up with peace terms to end the war, Nixon said to them, you know, just hold on. Keep the war going. And how many had to die, you see, because of Republicans? That's how much they love America. That's how much they love their fellow Americans. You're nothing to them. Yeah, Ollie North. All the, and they made Ollie North a hero. All of the, you know, the shredding of the documents, all of the, and they committed treason while they were in office too. Having illegal wars, extra constitutional wars that were, the, the Congress declares wars. And Congress said, no, sorry, you can't have your war. And for the, you know, the Contras was supposed to be the, what, oh, there's Poppy in the chat. Well, I, I already shut down the phones, Pop. I don't know what happened to you. So, it is what it is. We'll have to do it again. I don't know, man. I just don't know. So, yeah. Treason is just another election strategy. I actually wrote an article on that once. When I used to have time to write articles. I wish I had some time. But they all, see, because the, the fundamental um, issue is that Republicans, they never like democracy. They are a fundamentally undemocratic ideology. And uh, there, the more democracy breaks out, the more they are, um, you know, they get, they resort to um, more extreme measures to stop it. And we see that kind of culminating in what we saw on January 6th. So, and also in keeping with what I always say that Republicans uh, are not in office for altruism, we see Uncle Clarence Thomas. 
Of course. Uncle Clarence, um, apparently, you see, uh, he's above the law. So is his wife, the, the cultist Ginny Thomas. And um, it's time. It's time to expand the court in the very least, but impeach Clarence Thomas, who should never have been on the court in the first place. That's another one. You know, we can also actually thank Joe Biden for that one, too. See, back when the Democrats were trying to, I guess, I don't know. That was the new Democratic, new Democrat play uh, phase, right? When um, they were trying to tickle Wall Street's uh, balls, too. Right? And, uh, wait, see, Thomas, Clamorous Thomas. But they all think we're a bunch of dumbasses. I'm sure you've seen this clip of Clarence Thomas from a video that was produced by the 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 pal, the billionaire pal of of Clarence Thomas, who, for those who don't know, ProPublica did a did some thing called journalism. It's. It actually exposed (laughs) Clarence Thomas, you know, like while corporate media is doing a poll or something or doing a both sides or getting a bunch of Trump and Z's together in a focus group. They would never do shit like this. But Clarence Thomas, where is it, accepted luxury trips from a mega donor. Which is another thing, right? A mega. What? Well, why is there even a thing called a mega donor? Thomas went on cruises to exotic locales with a uh, on a giant yacht with his best friend Ginny. He flies around the country and all over the world on this big big mega donor's private jet. You know, but he's just like us. He's like us. According to a an expo, well, it's not even an expo, expose, a documentary, a mockumentary, something that this billionaire funded that kissed, that purposefully made up this document. It's like a Project Verite special for Clarence Thomas to make him look like He's not a, a dirtbag that sexually harasses women in, um, who are supposed to be clerking for him. They're, they're, you're, you're trying to get your career, trying to get your, uh, some experience uh, working for a judge. You're trying to advance your career, and you got to be stuck with some, uh, some infant who is obsessed with his pee-pee and talks about porn all the time and talks about uh, pubes on a Coke can. Who put this? That's one of his lines, right? Remember that? Who put this pube on my Coke can? That was Clarence. That was a Clarence Thomas special. And then, of course, what Republicans always do, he cried and cried. He was being picked on. This is a high-tech lynching, he said. Never mind that he was unfit. He was there to do what Republicans do. To uh, you know, they they talk about um, 
how they don't like identity politics. That's all they have. So Thurgood Marshall needed his the seat that the esteemed Thurgood Marshall sat in, the first African American on the on the Supreme Court. Um, Thurgood Marshall died, and Uncle Clarence. That was the Uncle Clarence was the Republican response to Thurgood Marshall. He he fit the suit. He had darker pigment. It's sort of like. Amy Coney, Handmaid Barrett. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is a giant and, you know, uh, isn't, I don't know. I mean, uh, Amy Coney Barrett is really not fit to, to sit in her seat, period. Amy Coney Barrett, who couldn't wait for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body to be cold, before she joined Moscow Mitch's plot to overthrow and delegitimize the Supreme Court of the United States so they could send women to back alleys to die of unsafe abortions so uh, because they pretend to love babies while all they really love is the death of democracy. Okay? Anyway, here's Clarence in this video that was created by the billionaire whose private jet and yacht he they um, he takes advantage of because he, he didn't know though that's the other thing he says Clarence Thomas says he had to ask others uh, he had to ask his pals should I report this this trip it's fi- it's fucking f- half a million dollars they said nah no biggie. It doesn't matter that he's a Republican mega donor. It's not it's completely above board and ethical that you're flying around on his private jet. You never you never discussed the, all of the cases, all of his cases before the court or cases that he had interest in. But you don't see him, you see or you never saw him hanging out with Ruth Bader Ginsburg for some weird reason when she was alive or inviting uh, Elena Kagan on the luxury yacht. You know, but Clarence Thomas is such a... He's such an astute legal mind that he had to go to others. He had to go to the other dum-dums and, uh, and dishonorable scumbags like uh i like beer just as i like beer and the um and gorsuch the all the dishonor his fellow dishonorable right wingers on the court and say this one's a head scratcher i'm taking all these private jets everywhere i'm flying around i'm on this uh on a trip to bali i'm on a yacht i'm living high on the hog I'm living while the American people are living paycheck to paycheck, and I'm sitting in this lifetime appointment telling these uh, scumbags that, no, I'm sorry, you can't have health care. That would be, um, I guess, too much freedom or something. This is Clarence Thomas. You can't have health care. You can't have living wages. No retirement security, Medicare, all of this. 
No, you now you can't even have a, a a functioning democracy. You can't have a functioning democratic republic because Clarence Thomas and Ginny are uh, you know they're not <laughs> they're not working for the people. They don't even have to. They're not. They don't care. You see, there's no concern about the appearance of uh, of ethics, right? The appearance of of in, what is it? Impartiality. They're not. They don't even care. They don't even have to try. But anyway, but um, the, because they know that Republicans, their their fellow Republicans, will cover their ass. That's it. But Clarence has been living in the ivory tower too long. He definitely thinks he is above the law. He thinks he's the king of the country with the rest of the right-wingers, the the tyranny of the minority. Here's Clarence, though, um, telling us that he's he's just like us. You know, I don't have any problem with going to Europe, but I prefer the United States. And I prefer seeing the regular parts of the United States. I prefer going across the world areas. I prefer the RV parks. I prefer the Walmart parking lots to the beaches and things like that. There's something normal to me about it. I come from regular stock. Stock! And I prefer that. I prefer being around that. You do? How come I don't see any pictures of you? In Walmart, who, 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 I mean, this is how out of touch he is, too, because who, who goes to Walmart to vacation uh, with regular stock? No, thanks. I don't want to go on vacation. I'd rather hang out in the Walmart parking lot. That's how stupid he thinks we are. How come there's no pictures of him? In the Walmart parking lot. That would be something you would... Everybody has a phone now and de- now, nowadays. Don't you think they would... Hey, there's... Isn't that Ginny? That cult bitch, Ginny Thomas? And Uncle Clarence Thomas? Her best friend? What are they doing in Walmart? Wouldn't you... Wouldn't there... Somebody would snap that photo? There's old Uncle Clarence again in the Walmart parking lot. He's just like us. Oh, I prefer I, I go into Walmart's parking lot. Who doesn't want to spend their spare time, their free time, hanging out with regular stock in the Walmart parking lot? I hate these people. I hate them. I really do, because they they think we're stupid. Well, they know that the Republicans are stupid. They're, they're Republican dumbasses. They definitely are stupid. I've seen them. I was at the at the protest on Tuesday. And yes, I can understand why they would think that everyone's dumb. They, But no, they must think not everybody's dumb because they're trying too hard. He keeps company with Crow's powerful friends at a billionaire's private resort. We don't have any pictures of Uncle Clarence in the Walmart parking lot, even though everybody's walking around with a camera in their in their pocket nowadays, and that would be kind of an interesting photo to take, I would think. But we do have it's it's, uh, it's not even a let me see it's not a photo, but it's Clarence Thomas in a painting. Clarence Thomas painting. 
at Bohemian Grove, which is a all-male hangout where all the the society's rich and famous and powerful, not rich and famous, that would mean, that could be anybody. How come I can't open this fucking article? It's really pissing me off. Okay, finally. Where is this? Oh, let's look at it together. This is the ProPublica article. Let me see. Clarence Thomas and his wife, Ginny, in the front. There they are. With Harlan Crow back right, that's him, and others in Indonesia in 2019. For more than two decades, Thomas has accepted luxury trips virtually every year. Nice nice work if you can get it, right? Ginny, what, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? What is wrong with these people? They have the world at their feet, right? The world is their oyster. And they just got to work to make it worse for everybody else, right? That's all they got to do. That's their passion in life. They have the, the, all the power. They have they got no worries. You know, they don't have to worry about uh, getting laid off, making ends meet. They don't have to worry about health care. They don't have to worry about retirement. If they're if they don't have to worry if they get sick, they're gonna have to go on GoFundMe for health care. They got everything they could ever imagine for this limited lifespan, and they use their power and privilege and connections to make the life the life of those who are politically unconnected and powerless to make it worse. To ensure that they don't have health care that they don't have retirement security, that if they are abused and exploited by employers, that there's no recourse for that. This is what they do. This is the conservative court. All it does is ingratiate the already privileged, is is overprivileged the privilege, and kick down on the underdog. Filth, filth. What? And I'm sure they're Christians too, aren't they? I think they're Catholic, right? They call themselves Catholics. Two decades of this shit, of him being a parasite on the public dole, and then he goes, you know, using the climbing the ladder that liberals fought, right? And he's the one that's all anti-affirmative action, anti-any action that helps those who are just like him because he hates himself. He hates, I, I, you know, he's one of these self-loathing, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know, but I can imagine. Because how do you act like that? He says that his degree is uh, worthless because affirmative action it makes him it makes others look down on him no that it doesn't make others look that that's you 
That's your shit, Clarence. Because, well, America's not racist. Bullshit. We, we have the proof. We have the evidence. But he, if, he, if that's what he thinks, you know, that's what all these, these, these Republicans with darker pigment are always using, or, well, they are the, uh, the, the human shields for Republican bigotry. And they constantly have to say how not racist America is because, you know, uh, it's working out for them. It's working out for them, kissing up to white, powerful men. So why shouldn't it work out to, for you? Just say what you got to say. Just don't rock the boat. Don't give a shit about anybody else but yourself. And maybe you'll be the one. You'll, you know, they love black conservatives. They do. Because they are the human shields. You know, they'll, you'll, get the, you'll get right on Fox News. They will... They will surround you they will elevate you like look at diamond and silk before they one of them killed themselves by being an anti-vaxxer oh god like uncle what was his name uh tim scott yes he was the one he did they always do this this is what republicans do like when they do any kind of national speech. It'll be a woman or someone with darker pigment because they have to give the impression that the Republican Party is a big tent. And black... Oh, it's like that... Uh, what's that guy's name? The one that they... Byron Donalds. They promoted him to be... Or they proposed him to be the Speaker of the House in one of the 15 votes. Well, not more, more than one. Like five of the 15... I... I vote for Byron Donalds, even though he's a freshman. And the, funny enough, after the the public votes, they um, they didn't put Byron Donalds uh, on. I mean, he's on committees, but he's not the he's not the chair of any committees. But they were going to make him Speaker of the House. I thought he was so exceptional. Why wouldn't you? You would think that such an exceptional wonderkind would be at least the chair of a committee if they were going to make him speaker of the house because they hate america you understand they don't give a shit it's like put anybody in there just put a put a, a cardboard cutout of some of some uh demographic we're trying to appeal to we're trying to pretend that we're a big tent. Yes, we're so the America's not a racist nation, but the fact that African American families have about five thousand dollars in accumulated intergenerational wealth as opposed to a hundred thousand dollars from white family that white families have on average. What does that say? People with darker pigment are what? That just says this because if America is not a racist nation, it must mean you're saying that that's supposed to be uh, because black people just don't work hard enough. They're not good enough. They're only worth five thousand dollars. It's not the institutional racism. It's not the laws. It's not like that. For example with uh, the GI Bill 
that they couldn't partake in the GI Bill, only aspects of the GI Bill when World War II veterans came home. They weren't allowed to buy homes with their GI Bill. They could get into public housing. They could get into the projects, but they couldn't buy homes with the GI Bill money. That was excluded from them. That's not racist, though, right? Dark, uh, you're a pigment. It's just incredible. The extent and frequency of Crow's apparent gifts to Thomas have no known precedent in the modern history of the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Guys, nothing? Or less than nothing? I'll be surprised if something happens with the Republican House. Nothing's going to happen until we get rid of Republicans, legally and peacefully. This disgrace to, to the Supreme Court, this disgrace to America, the disgrace to Thurgood Marshall, who's rolling in his grave, and everyone who ever fought, bled, and died so he could sit on the Supreme Court, this disgrace to their, their legacy, their, their memory, nothing will, will happen to him until, until uh, the Republicans are in history's trash bin where they belong. It's unreal. Oh, the, the frequency and extent of Crow's apparent gifts to Thomas have no known precedent in the modern history of the U.S. Supreme Court, but that's no, no biggie. No biggie, right? right? Where are the Republicans? They're crying about their, ta- their tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man. So, that someone, ind- that finally somebody indicted his ass for his years of crimes well they indicted on one crime but there's a lot of lot of other crimes to come to be indicted i should say the trips appeared nowhere on thomas's financial disclosures that's this is what republicans do until they get caught like lauren Band from the bowling alley bobert didn't put her hubby's uh money the uh, the oil that he sits on a board of an oil company has no business. You know, they complain about Hunter Biden having no business on an oil board, and neither does Lauren Boebert's husband. You're supposed to report your spouse's income because the, that's where a foreign government could, if if it weren't reported, a foreign government could use your spouse to slip you bribes. That's why you're supposed to report it. And then it was like, oh, and other things. They just don't report. There's Lauren Bobert has a history. They just, eh, whatever, catch me if you can. These trips appeared nowhere. So, yeah, yeah. His failure to report the flights appeared to violate a law passed after Watergate. What a surprise. Well, law is for thee, not for me, is the Republican way, right? Thomas did not respond at the time. Apparently, he has responded. He's like, oh, it's nothing. That's what they do. Just wave it off. Who cares, you know? 
Grab him by the pussy. Who cares? They let you do it when you're famous. When you're Clarence Thomas, you they let you do it. Incredible. Crow acknowledged that he extended hospitality to the Thomases over the years. But one it's not $500,000 over the years. Guys, it's one trip was if if Thomas had paid for that trip himself, one trip would have cost $500,000, half a million dollars. One trip. One. One trip. I can't get out of the tri-state area because, you know, I live in the United States of serfs and lords and uh, I'll never retire. I'll probably drop dead saying, please become a patron. One of these days, maybe I'll drop dead on air if I'm lucky. So you can call 911. But, yeah, Thomas goes on tri- uh, one trip a year, and he, um, and it's worth 500, it's worth half a million dollars. Half a million dollar trip. Him and his best friend. They mentioned they come back, and the, the cultist, and she, because Jenny Thomas has a history of, of being in a cult. You see, she was in a cult and then she got out of a cult and she became like this cult awareness person. And now she's in a cult again. But uh, they come back and they immediately begin their, their, the devil's work to destroy democracy and harm people along the way just harm as many people as you can make their lives miserable make their lives harder give them no breathing room ensure that when they vote to hopefully uh, make a more perfect union open up the franchise of democracy the pursuit of happiness live their lives you know, e pluribus unum in a in a in a country that's worthy of being called great, not just uh, as a some kind of stupid call to fascism. But that but they the Thomases work their asses off to destroy any chance of the pursuit of happiness for anybody else but them. And you see. They, when you read all of those tweets and, and, and not just tweets, the messages, it wasn't tweets, uh, Jenny Thomas, tw- um, sending messages to all of the, the Trump insiders on January 6th saying, uh, and on the election saying, we have to stop this. This is horrible and blah, blah, blah. And, um, now's the time to stand up 1776 and shit. And you see this they're all uh she was all about the flag and america we have to save america well what the fuck are you talking about culty we have to save america for from from what from decency from dignity from humanity from e pluribus unum yes that's what she's talking about we have to save america from the from the plebs 
save it from others having decent middle-class lives. Save it from the top marginal tax rate from Eisenhower's socialist top marginal tax rate of 90%. Save it from taxation, from uh, taxing the rich. Jesus Christ. You see where we're, what we're up against? But we will win because... We are on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you for hanging out. If you can, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Robin, for your super chat. There are more corrupt judges and politicians than there are illegal immigrants. That's for sure. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. There you go. Yeah, they save America from we the people. All right. Hold on. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Hold on. I have to hold him like a baby. Hold on, I'm holding you like a baby. You don't like that? Look how cute he is. <laughs> you trapped in my my arms. You're trapped in my arms. All right, listen, I'm pissed. We were supposed to have Poppy. I see Poppy in the chat room now, but... That is it. That's life. All right. Well, we'll see what happens another day, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I'll have to play it by ear. All right. Guys, guys, guys. We will have a show. I want to thank you guys. Thank you, Jim and Robin, for your super chats tonight. Thank you, all the patrons. Thank you for the moderators, Haiku and Jim. Thank you all. Remember, I'm going to be on DC Report with Brad Bannon on Monday at 3.30 p.m. And you were here? Poppy, I was waiting for you to call. I texted you the number. You were supposed to call in at 9.30. I thought your phone was off. Okay. Well, I can't help you then. We'll try it again another night. All right. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much. I gotta go. I gotta get unconscious. Come hang out on Monday at uh, Brad Bannon. I will post that in the Tarabuster Facebook page and other places, Discord and all that. We always have a great conversation. I love going on DC Report. It goes by so fast, too. And what else? Oh, yeah, you know what else is happening? I'm trying to, we're going to work this out. You know the guy, you know this book? Confessions of an Economic Hitman? He's coming on the show. That's a famous book, but they are, um, there's an, there's an update, and um, he's going to come on the show and talk about it. That's good. I don't know. That's a good, good. I thought that would be a good conversation. 
And there we go. We have more. Who knows what's going to happen? Every day is ridiculous. I'll try to figure out why the cat camera is not working. Why nothing works. Why my everything sucks. <laughs> oh, wait. I think it's this camera. Stop yelling at me. Do you hear him? You hear his tone? Nobody can see you because the cat camera's not working. Meow. Meow. Stop. I got you. He's such a he's such a human being, this cat. Right, honey? Listen to him. He's very purry. <laughs> he purrs a lot. I like him. I'll keep him. I think I'll keep him. All right, guys, I got to get I got to get the show ready for progressive voices and then I have to get unconscious because when I'm unconscious there are no Republicans there and it's beautiful it's like it's like Dorothy opening the door to Oz and everything is colorful and beautiful all right yes he's very talkative he never stops he talks and talks and talks he's like a mood ring you know exactly how he's feeling oh Yes, we, he's very, he's, he's really is funny. He is a funny. He's a funny. All right. And I love him. All right, guys, I gotta go. Goodbye. We, we're losing people anyway. Nobody's watching. Who cares? Nobody cares. I'm getting in that. I'm getting in a mood now. I'm getting in a nobody cares mood. All right. Whatever. I better stop. I will see you. Uh, I'm not sure what day I'm going to have a show this week. I have a lot of shit coming up this week. <laughs> my, it may not be Wednesday. It might be another day. But I will try to have a show a weekday. Okay? Always. It's too long when we do um, just the Friday. Alrighty. Who cares? Right? Exactly. I'll see you very soon.